Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with Appendix 3, Part 1, Pastoral Letter of 1923, Georgis Matulevicius, by the grace of God and of the Holy See, Bishop of Vilnius. My greetings and blessing to all the clergy of the diocese and to all the faithful. Beloved in Christ, I have just come back from the Holy Father, from Rome, where, according to an old tradition and as required by the Church, I have been to honor the relics of St. Peter and Paul and to report to the Holy Father on the state of our diocese. I have returned with a heart full of love for the Holy See and with a firm belief that it has been created and given to us by God. It is also my unshakable conviction that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I want to share these feelings and these convictions with all of you, my beloved in Christ. I hope to awaken and strengthen similar convictions in your souls as well. Christ said to St. Peter, You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the underworld can never hold out against it. Matthew 16, 18. These words, it seems, have never been so clear and so understandable as at the present time. Do we not see with our own eyes how the gates of the underworld are attacking the rock of Peter by sowing perverse opinions, spreading corruption, promoting selfishness and pride, and also by closing down churches, imprisoning bishops and priests and persecuting the faithful, even to the point of killing and torturing them, just as during the first centuries of Christianity, do we not see as well how these waves of deceit and corruption are dissipated as they crash against the supernatural power of the rock of Peter? A breath of peace wafts up from the Holy See. What divine power emanates from it? How it touches the souls of men ever more deeply. Nowhere is this more profoundly felt than at the tomb of St. Peter and at the throne of his successor. The Basilica of St. Peter is incomparably beautiful, and the Vatican is magnificent, but it is not the size of its walls, nor the purity of the exhibited marbles, nor yet the splendor of its paintings and works of art that comprise its value and power. The Basilica of St. Peter contains the Blessed Sacrament, Jesus himself. Under the Basilica is a small chapel with the relics of St. Peter. In this consists the glory of the Basilica, its value and splendor. In the many rooms of the Vatican, where the works of the greatest artists are kept, also lives the bishop of bishops, a white-robed old man, or so he appears to earthly eyes, a weak prisoner. He is the soul of the Vatican and its glory, for he is the head of all the faithful on earth. Between this white-robed old man, our Lord Jesus Christ in the Blessed Sacrament, and St. Peter, under the Basilica, exists an indissoluble bond and a continual closeness. That old man is the vicar of Christ on earth, the true successor of St. Peter. Through him, Jesus Christ himself governs us, teaches us, and guides us toward salvation. St. Peter lives on in him, 
and fulfills the duties entrusted to him by Christ. This next pastoral letter that we have here was from 1923, which is two years after Blessed George's last journal entry in 1921 and two years before his resignation in 1925. He writes of the ad limina visit of the local bishops to Rome for a meeting with the Pope, which usually takes place every five years. The Roman meeting took place in June of 1923. The letter is dated September 8, 1923. The meeting was with Pius XI, the former papal nuncio in Warsaw, who had become Pope the year before. Blessed George was in love with the Church. His spirits were lifted after the meeting with the Pope and praying at the holy places in Rome, such as the tomb of St. Peter. God strengthened his faith with the conviction that the enemy, the devil, would never succeed in destroying the Church, no matter how much he tries. And Blessed George wants to strengthen the faith of his suffering flock. Blessed George lists all the ways that Satan is attacking the church. Blessed George sees the grace that comes from having the vicar of Christ on earth, the successor of St. Peter. Jesus protects his church from error in this way. And Blessed George speaks of St. Peter's Basilica. He says the greatest treasure there is the presence of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. There's also the uh, tomb of St. Peter uh, and the presence of the Pope. And these three things uh, are what George reflects on at the beginning of this letter. The footnotes explain what it means when he says that the Pope is the prisoner of the Vatican. Um, in September of 1870, King Victor Emmanuel had seized the Papal States when Pope Pius IX was the Pope. The church then no longer had secular power over parts of Italy. Uh, Pope, Popes Leo the Thirteenth, uh, Pius the Tenth, Benedict the Fifteenth, all refused to leave the Vatican, Vatican City, in protest. Uh, so they were called prisoners of the Vatican. It was finally Pope Pius the Eleventh who resolved the controversy with the Italian government in 1922 by giving up the last vestiges of civil authority. Mussolini had marched into Rome that year to show that it was the Italian government that was in charge of Rome. The Vatican finally became a sovereign state when the Lateran Pacts were concluded in 1929, uh, two years after the death of Blessed George. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.